Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. All right, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We got Monica Crowley, former Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, author, columnist, Monica Crowley podcast. I finally made the cut on that one. <laughs> we bring in my dear friend, Monica. Monica, so um, everybody is just pounding our former boss, Donald Trump. Pounding. Okay? I don't, I, I'm not saying the guy's perfect. Um, He's made a few statements maybe I wish he hadn't made in the last week. But, gee whiz, is he the problem here? I mean, is this deserved in your judgment? We're both alumni of the Trump administration, so I'll be completely transparent. Uh, but honestly, really, it's all about Trump? Huh? Is that fair? Well, good morning, Larry, and thank you for having me. No, it is not fair. But keep in mind that you have very powerful forces in Washington and around the country that are they have all kinds of affiliations. You can call them deep state, permanent bureaucracy, the propaganda press. But overall, it is the uni party. It is the establishment on both sides where the real power in Washington, D.C. resides. That uni party has always despised Donald Trump because he's not one of them and because they cannot control him. Donald Trump came in, and Larry, you and I both served in his administration. I was, I think, his very first uh, non-family uh, public supporter about 72 hours after he came down the escalator because I saw how different he was. And I saw that his heart was in the right place in terms of actually wanting to solve America's problems. He comes into office and actually starts doing that mm. with the help of you and so many others, actually delivers a booming economy and world peace. I don't know what more people expect or want from an American president, but the uni party's interests, Larry, are in keeping America's problems festering so that they can remain in power and keep their absolute grip on power. Mm. So Trump is an existential threat to all of them, and they have been, first of all, for the last six years, throwing the kitchen sink at him to stop him, from the Russia hoax to the impeachments, all the way up to this latest uh, document dispute at Mar-a-Lago. They have been doing everything they can to stop him, and they have been looking for yet another opening to do that. And the midterm elections, because they were underwhelming for the Republicans, gave them an opening to blame him. He is not at fault here. Is he perfect? Of course not. But when you look at who's at fault, he hasn't been in power in two years. The people we should be blaming are the Republican leadership, and you may feel differently about this than I do, but I feel very strongly that the Mick leadership, McConnell, McCarthy, and McDaniel need to go because they have had two years to fix these problems in these states, two years to work with the states on mass mail-in balloting, early voting, a drop boxes, ballot harvesting, and they have done nothing. And now this is why we're in this position. It's not Trump's fault. It's their fault. You know, one of, by the way, I, 
totally agree about this crazy mail-in balloting, which is a scam. We talked about it on the TV show the other night. Uh, the Democrats are playing this thing like they won't debate uh, until the mail-in balloting is virtually, you know, over. And then people see the debate and they say, geez, I wish I hadn't voted for, you know, for Fetterman, for example. So that's a scam. The other thing that's so interesting to me, Monica, where I really disagree with his critics, they talk about how, you know, he backed bad candidates. You look at these, you know, J.D. Vance, Ted Budd, Carrie Lake, Adam Laxall, Blake Masters, Herschel Walker. Monica, these are people of accomplishment. These are good people. I'll add Bolduck to this list, too. These are people of accomplishment. And I didn't see, you know, Mitch McConnell took pot shots at them. Uh, I don't think that should have happened. I mean, I think, sure, some of them lost. Others won. Vance won. Laxalt, I think, is going to win. Blake lost, but it's very close. Herschel's still in the game. You know, these aren't like dummies. These are people of serious accomplishments in their fields including business and entrepreneurship, um, I think Trump actually had pretty good choices. You know, it's very difficult to unseat Democratic incumbents when they're getting, you know, tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars, and the new people, the brand-new names, don't. I mean, I think that's a very unfair charge. When you hear people in the uni party, Larry, talk about candidate quality, they only mean on the right. They only mean Republicans. Otherwise, they would not have uh, nominated, you know, the, the invalid in the White House right now who ran a, a basement campaign. And they would not have nominated and elected John Fetterman, who can't even form a sentence. OK, so when they talk about candidate quality, they only mean on our side. Number one. Number two. When they talk candidate quality, they're attacking only the America First candidates. All of those who you mentioned, from Vance to Oz to Balduck, they are accomplished people, but they're America First. In other words, they are similar to Donald Trump in the sense that they cannot be controlled by the uni party. Therefore, they must be destroyed. This is why McConnell militated against so many of these people, pulling the funding from Blake Masters in Arizona, pulling the funding from Bulldog in New Hampshire, mm. putting the money behind Lisa Murkowski against the America First candidate in Alaska. Larry, we are in not just a war for the future of the country, but in the conservative movement, we are in a civil war because it's the uniparty conservatives like Mitch McConnell versus the America first conservatives that cannot be controlled and actually want to bring this country back and want to, and want to decimate the status quo, where McConnell, McCarthy, and McDaniel want the status quo because it enriches and empowers them. So this is the war that we're fighting right now, Larry. Well, you know, Mitch McConnell's an old friend of mine. Um, but I got to say, it, I didn't understand what, what you just said is right. He's pulling the money from Bulldog. He pulled the money from Masters. Uh, he also put a fortune into Lisa Murkowski in Alaska mm -hmm. against Kelly uh, Shabaka, who was the Trump candidate. I mean, Lisa Murkowski is a very lovely woman. So I'm not being personal here, but, you know, she voted in favor of Katanji Brown-Jackson. She voted against Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, she voted for all of Biden's spending bills or, or many of Biden's spending bills, maybe not all of them. Um, she voted for 
the woman that runs the interior department, Deb, uh, Hal, whatever her name is, who has, you know, stopped all manner of permitting for oil and gas projects. I mean, why would you do that? I mean, Lisa Murkowski doesn't hardly represent any of the values of Alaska. Uh, Kelly Shabaka, on the other hand, yeah, she was backed by Trump. She's also a genuine conservative who was in favor of energy independence. Uh, so I don't, I, that's something, another thing I, ju- I didn't understand that. Well, the, the establishment, the deep state, the uni party, it all protects itself. That's what's actually going on here. And, you know, Mitch McConnell would rather have a Senate minority he can control than a Senate majority he can't. Mm. And that is just the brutal truth, Larry. You know, again, this is all about we want to solve America's problems, but permanent Washington doesn't Mm. because keeping our problems going is what keeps them in power and their absolute grip grip on power. Right now, Larry, I'm talking to you from Phoenix, Arizona. It's a gorgeous day. I'm Mm. about to give a big speech here today. And this is ground zero for Carrie Lake and and Blake Masters. Carrie Lake is still in a dogfight. It's Mm. a little up in the air about Masters, too. But why are they going with full force against Carrie Lake because she's basically Donald Trump in a dress, right? She is, she is um, an existential threat to all of them the way Trump was and is. Therefore, they must be destroyed. And Larry, anytime you get a talented disruptor like a Trump, like a Carrie Lake, the entire empire strikes back against you. Mm. It's what's happening to Lake. It's what continues to happen to Donald Trump. That's what's going on here. And, you know, the, the other side, including the uni party on our side, like McConnell, they have the protection of the press. And when you have that, you can literally get away with anything. That's what's going on. I think that Carrie Lake is terrific. I interviewed her the other night on the TV show. I, I mean, she's... Very smart, very, very personable, uh, and very conservative. I mean, she's a disruptor. Anyway, I got to go. Monica Crowley, you're terrific. Lay it out there. We'll see how this turns out. You know, it's not over till it's over. Anyway, folks, stick around. We're going to talk to uh, John Carney after this. We're going to talk to him about this unbelievable cryptocurrency crash that's going on. I mean, this one is really something. Uh, I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll do crypto right after this. From Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. 